and uh, and uh, I want to take just a slightly different angle and and the purpose of it is because next week is also going to be very very we want to do some very very important things in terms of you know i am not trying to champion value for a particular gender okay but i'm trying to help us uh not lose out on something that uh, on something that is very very uh important in how we carry ourselves through life okay and uh i know there. Good evening, Esther Rao. God bless you. Good evening. Okay, don't tiptoe. Just come. Come sit here. Just come. Pastor Mnew said nobody should sit here before you arrive. Just come. Come with your... I want to see your notes today. Karen is waiting for you with black coffee and, uh, and water. Yeah, don't be afraid. You are more on the Susan side. Here, come sit here. You are more on the Susan side than Charles' side. Yeah, It's good for the back. Yeah, it's nice. Thank you. At least to breathe. You are more on the Susan side than on the Charles' side, so you are safe. Yeah. So you don't have to look at Zaka Palembele. So everything is so don't worry. Yeah, So we want to we want to 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 understand the the place of fathers. I wanted to title this the ministry and mission of fathers because unfortunately uh we have been mothered too much. You know, when we were young, if, if life put you in a situation and you had to choose between losing this and losing this, who would you choose? All of us have married our father. That before to lose as well. Of course, dad. <laughs> yeah. But I'm starting to see a value that we as a... And, and these messages that I know I'm preaching do not just come to us. They are being used by other churches, other believers elsewhere to, 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 to enforce them. So I know that this is not a message to the members of life, but this is a message to the body. Okay, so I, I now understand my place in life. I, that's why I'm sent to the church. Some of the messages we do here are for the church and will be used by the church to address a gap, okay, that lacks, and that is we lack some apostolic people who can 
be in our generation. I'm not saying we lack some apostolic people who have the time to take time to discuss what is necessary. My generation, uh, which is Charles's father ahead of that generation, but we na akina Kimeli, akina Pastamuni, akina Eldanoa, akina. We we grew up at a time whereby we were. Our fathers were still were still there. We had a father aura in the house. So when we became Christians, it was easy. Those who are coming after us do not understand that. Yeah? Uh, most of you knew what machubuliu. That's why first born him refu, second born him fupi, na third born him nono. So <laughs> But as we come from a time whereby you know nowadays you ask people same father, same mother. At our time it was not same father, same mother because you are all, you all if, if you all of you work like this, all of you work like this. So there was, there was no need to ask same father, same mother. So it's, 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 uh, it's, it's recently known as a kuskia babayanania visit. But it's okay, we are not, we are not, we are not, but, but now as we grew up in an era, our fathers first of all lived long. Those guys were not dying, Bana. Those guys never became sick. Those guys, so we grew up with a very strong father auras in the house. Now we are growing up with absentee fathers. When Abudako Munakatamaji Pamoja, yeah, you and your father are championing for legalizing bangi. So you see, those are things we, our fathers, they never, it wasn't there. Yeah, and so the people who are coming after us do not understand what was natural to us. You see, that's where we are fighting. You see, the problem is what you're calling a right, we grew up as a reward. Most of us, we never had bikes, not because our fathers were poor, but because your grades were poor. But you, by three, you know how to cycle, and you want your own bike for your birthday. We had many birthdays, and we had nothing because everything was meritorious. And our fathers are not ashamed to show you that the second born is performing better. That's why the second born is having better things. And, the, and you, the 15th, 17th born, you always knew you were experiencing everything based upon your reward. But now we are trying to equal everybody. Everybody's a genius. Everybody's what? So we, that also affects us when we now come in marriage. And it also affects us how we grow in life. Thank you, guys. So you may find that some of our mothers were, our mothers would, 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 would those were natural born killers, but they would advance the case to the Supreme Court. You know, they would do their work and then dad. After this, dad, like, so Eugene, dad was not, was not something that you say, ah, nipelekeni kwa daddy. No, no, no. You'd want, mom tired fanya massacre. But as a chance that we invoke the name dad, you change, you get saved. That's why we can remember the number of times our fathers have laid hands on us because they built altars. Those were permanent things. Our mother, it was often. 
Uh, but so we, we, I know why, and so we may easily displace them and, and, uh, and assume that they already have figured themselves out. But they, there is a mission and, and a ministry and a place of fathers that cannot be replaced. Am I talking to somebody? And now that goes to tell, and that's why we are happy. I, I feel I'm blessed to see men leading us in worship because we want to form a full men's band so that at least we get used to not thinking that God is more into kanisa ni ya wanawake bando ya wanaume. Amaniaje. Men have, they, they feel like there is no safe space for them in their place of worship because you just got saved today and they threw you five mantles protector, provider, priest, participator. So, ya moko kajana, anashanga izi zote daanza kuzicheza sangapi. But it's because out, we assume that some things are, that being a man is natural. But the, the most, being a man is more difficult than being a woman because a woman, your body is consistently reminding you you are becoming, you are a woman. But for a man, you never know. Karibu Pastor, just take a seat there. Give a hand to Pastor J. Dero Shalom. Shalom has arrived. Yeah, Karibu Sana. So, 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 being a man is harder because a woman, your body is telling you. Ama, every month you're getting feedback. Men don't get that feedback. Come on. They just start knowing they're becoming a man when you're not going to be a man. leo. I miss Yogi. Lord, you lead. Ah, si lio gajala. Lalo si jatoka. Ah, atea ni menyesha ni kikamumu. Eh, wono, wono oga. Aminda, ndajua hacha ni cheki. So the... Yeah. The moment they start, you know, at first your mothers used to wash you, then on a kwambiasota kona jiosha, so then on a kujuliza, ah, unoga? I miss you. Unasikakana nuka? I miss you. So we don't have, we don't have something that tells us you are becoming a man. Ama niaji. You just keep going and going and going and going. You start falling, unasikia niko na penda mdemu, then anakuacha, unasikia feelings funny funny, unarudi tena, unaachwa baraya pili, unanza kusikiza malabu. So, so, so you, you, you really can't tell, what is this? Yeah? But being a woman, because you are always being warned, hey, mtu asewe kushika hapa. Now, nobody tells men mtu asewe kushika hapa. Because, what will you people be talking about? No mwanze kwenge mamboza kushika. What will you be talking about? But for girls, the day somebody touches you here, make sure you tell me, make sure you tell this, make sure you tell this. So we actually believe that, uh, and that is to protect them, and that's okay. But this other creature totally 
grows like a giraffe wherever whichever shape and form he wants and then suddenly he gets to an age he's told you know you are now a man you go through rites of passage some at 12 some at 14 others at 19 whichever they go through a rite of passage unamba now you are a man so he starts experimenting with what he thinks men are so do i smoke do i take alcohol do i fight do I do this? So while he's experimenting, he's, he's discovering, are these the, the things that make up a man? Then he discovers an erection. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> so he discovers, I've tried this, so should I also try this? Number no. Jail. Hello. And then he grows up into this thing that a lot of expectation is put upon him and there has not been clear demarcations and definitions as to what exactly should he be. Come on. And then the worst is that now he grows up into being a father and that's why uh, uh, you, will, you will see what as we are talking and that's, that's the note we finished with on Sunday is that biblically a son never came up and said, I am, you are my father. You know, like you, I preach thrice, you say, you know, Nani is my father. Nani is my father. No, it doesn't happen like that. There was a metric, there was a channel that you went through. By the time you reached the end of that process, now the father is the one who would proclaim, you are my beloved son, or you are now my son. So the same way it is with the house of God. You can come, like, like the president is the president of Kenya. And I see him sometimes in forums of people who didn't vote for him. And now how they are cheering him. and say, But he knows, because I'm now the president, I'm the president of both who love me and those who don't. That's the same way it is with the church. You can come to church because it's close to your home. Hello? You can come to church because your, 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 your ex goes to the other church. So you can't be in the same church. Naindo chacho mudi. You know, there's a way. Naindo chacho mudi. So you are here kumudi. There are many reasons, but there are some people who are willing to adopt that. What does it take to become a son? Because you don't become a son at birth that now you have become a son. No. And, and that's why we are saying when Jesus was growing in spirit, God never said you are my son yet. When he was in the temple, he never said, you are my son yet. When all this time, and yet notice, all that time, one thing they say about Jesus without sin, this guy never broke a glass. He never touched pot. He's the only kid who would get lost three days. The parents go, come back, look for him, and they find him where they left him. You know, some of you, your parents on judgment day, they will kill you. To see what they called their innocent child. Akikuona apo kwa judgment seat. Alamvia Jesus, one minute.
what happens is that the hardest thing is that when God is saying, when Jesus said, our father, he was saying we are equal in purpose now. In that, now you can carry the same degree of purpose I carry. Now you can handle the same amount of power I handle. And now you can walk in the same degree of honor I walk in. Have you seen in Africa whereby companies that were profitable, when they now want to hand over to their sons, they utterly collapse. Because the sons have never run anything, but they have been given access and influence to everything. And so they begin a fight and a fight and a fight. And you wonder, some of these fathers, they started with nothing and they built that thing so high. And when they built that thing so high, people begin to look at what they have built and the children begin to look at what they have built. And so the children want the privilege of what they have built, but they cannot walk in the same degree of purpose, power, and honor that the fathers walked in in order to build that thing up. So what happens is that they start fighting for privilege. Uh, they start fighting for privilege. They start, uh, like I remember one time there was a father who employed an MD at one of the top supermarkets in this country. And the children went and hounded him out of office. And now the same, same company is down on the ground. And so it's as if that our children are so entitled to actually think that this thing called uh, father, because there is a lot of, as I use the word, intricacies, complex truths, compounded truths that makes him make things work, that he keeps from you because he has shielded you so much from the process until now you find that the process, when you're walking into the process, you cannot be able to handle the weight of being at that particular seat. And that is also the problem that most men find themselves in. They know what they want, but they are easily influenced because things and, 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 and elements about their former selves, child, that's your former self, child, are so strong and so stubborn that they keep you from your full self, that is man. Come on. And so you are more safe when you are a child because you feel as, as a child, I have an escape route. I can be drifted. The Bible says I can be tossed to and fro by every wind. But when you become a man, come on. The Bible equates a man to a tree whose roots go down into the water. That now he stops feeding from external resources. He begins to develop internal resources of feeding so that now elements on the outside do not dictate the seasons of his life. Come on. Hello. But a child depends on elements on the outside. And those elements are the ones that support his actual and entire life. And now that is where we want to go to because most of us 
chances are, and this goes especially uh, to the men, you will find yourself playing a role based upon who is in your life, whether it's the woman in your life or the mother in your life or the boss in your life, they will define for you what a man should be, what a father should be, but that is not what a man should be. To the women on the other side, because you have never seen a father, you will try to make what you have experienced of a father to be the ultimate definition of what a father should be. Come on. Am I talking to somebody here? And that is why you'll find that when you're getting married, most of you are looking for a husband, but mostly you should know you actually need a father. Because Jesus says, my father is a husband. Somebody, but we don't want to be married by people whom we think Highly off. We want to be married by people who are like dolls. You see how you liked your doll? You changed its clothes. You didn't like the legs, you removed it. You got angry, you smashed it. You got happy, you retouched it again. Oh, Paul, you got angry, you got happy. So you, that's... <laughs> yeah? But that's not, how, that's not how it should be. Come on. Come on. And, and, uh, and most of us can tell you that Many great men are drowned by the demands of relationship. Instead of getting help in marriage, they got sabotage. This thing is sinking sand. I must janza, but I'm Because this thing is sinking sand. Uh, uh, everything sucks in. Come on. And so, if, if that is not addressed because, uh, and that's why a man should know that just because you feel a particular way attracted towards a woman, that doesn't mean she's the one that suits you. Because now most men have always been made to believe that if I'm attracted, it's the one that suits me. You'll be surprised. Sometimes, ule de mumenoki, you're the tree in the middle of the garden that you should not dare eat. To leave you naked, lose a garden. That one in your kumaliza, that is the one you shouldn't eat. Just because you are attracted to it, it has not given it the right or does not make you suitable for it. Wow. Come on. Hello. Because you'll throw your future, it will drown you. It will drown you, it will suck you down. Because it will rob you of your mission and ministry. It will take you 20 years to settle it down so that you can do the meaningful work a relationship should do. Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth. The role of that relationship before it settles down to be able to do it, your back will be aching. Your neck will be like this. Your hands will be like this. And you'll be in a, in a state that you can no longer be able to perform those functions because the best they have seen is what they will want to make you. If the best person who played that role of a father was their first boyfriend, they will try to, to, to make you that first boyfriend. So I want to, to just read... Uh, Two verses, 
and then uh, sitaweza sitaweza Is that okay? Is that okay? Is that okay? Genesis 35 verse number 16. Then they journeyed from Bethel and when there was a little but a little distance to go to Ephrath, Rachel labored in childbirth and she had hard labor. Now it came to pass when she was in hard labor that the midwife said to her, do not fear, you will have this son also. And so it was as her soul was departing for she died that she called his name Ben-Oni. But his father called him Benjamin. So Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephrath. So what you're seeing here is what has happened to society. That a son is about to carry, has, is like going to carry an identity. Will I be Benoni or Benjamin? Hmm? The process of labor becomes difficult and painful and all this. And so the mother decides to let her pain name her child. And that Benoni means son of sorrow. And that is what is happening sometimes in most relationships. It's as if there is always an assumption that if I am not happy, the children are not happy. And because I am not happy, the children are not happy. And so we will make sure that I, I represent the child in the thing. And so most, especially we black people, we Africans, most of us will end up becoming criminals because what has been poured into us is the situation our parents were in. Huh? The situation our parents were in, and because that situation that our parents were in or the situation we are in at the moment, that situation is poured into us and because we have no other point of reference, because at this point you should know Rachel was the beloved one. This man really worked long for this woman. He worked 14 years to get this woman. And so because of this person is so loved from the place of love, but when they are in pain, they take that which is in them and they pour it on the child. Come on. And many of us pain is our first father. We allow pain to parent us. And because you are being parented by frustrated people, or some of you will be surprised that actually, if your mother would be genuine, they would sometimes be able to tell you that actually, I never loved your dad. The one I loved got married. I married because the clock was ticking. 
But because they can never see such a thing, so they will, they will be there, but will always struggle. They, they hate your culture. They feel jini munanukanga. They feel you, are, you, are, you people, are, are, you are outdated. You are this, you are thieves, you are thugs. You are this. So, but you are the best situation I had as at that time. And as at that time, I had to make a decision. So I settled down, but this was not a choice. And so that situation creates a child and this child, the mother is not wrong. He's gotten banned right. But the other part, that's not the mind of God. Come on, ladies. Come on, ladies. And that's why I charge you that sometimes you may have issues with your partner, but don't try to make those issues the issues of the child. Amaniaje. You may have issues with your partner and you may choose either to go separate ways, to go different ways, to have... You may have your own issues, but those issues are not the issues of the child because the child might have another destiny and he will have to play a role in somebody's life or in the future. Come on. Amma. He'll have to play a role in the future. And because he'll have to play a role in the future, this person here, this, this Benoni thing, do you know this is the same tribe that in the future, Paul, the apostle, will come from? And somebody, because they are so imprisoned by their current moment, you're about to, to, to shape an entire lineage based upon the current moment because you personally feel like how I feel is how everybody should feel and how I feel. And so you project what you feel as the definition of what life is. And that is why most men have a difficult time understanding who they are because the best they know is, is they were being defined by how people felt about them. So if a man is told by a woman he could feel, he, he feels like dying. He cannot see that it's a feeling. And a feeling is destiny. If a lady tells you, I don't find you attractive, you feel like she is speaking on behalf of those who have died, those who are living, and those who shall live. And it carries its weight on you so much. But this person is a stranger. Probably we joined college January. I'm a commit March. Now I'm a I don't find you attractive. And suddenly that becomes, mom, am I attractive? You will now do everything. How can a black man look more attractive? How can I? And because in your mind, you are carrying the, the pourings of this person here. Come on. Come on. And some of you ladies don't know, when you disconnect children from fathers, they will not know how to break out from these pourings. They will always be the one who is, you know, you know in gangs there are people, but there are people whom you send them so that in case it will always be your child. Because they, they will struggle with fitting in. They will look for somewhere where they can just fit. And in wanting to fit, they will do everything to fit so that they don't feel as they are feeling constantly that I am not enough. Because somebody poured her soul 
Hey. Hello. Am I talking to somebody here? And that is why the Bible says, but his father. I, and this is why, funny enough, you know, Bible days, I saw the women died before the men. 21st century, the men are dying before the women. So I don't know what's happening now. Abraham buried Sarah. <laughs> Jacob is here burying Rachel. So you squeeze women and say, no, let us save. These men are dying before us. Five more years and I come to watch. But let's go back to the text. All the men, the next of kin, most of them, they put their wives. But their wives have automatically known he won't be there. So it's the child. Yeah? Are we together? So, this is where problems begin to arise. Uh, by this time, uh, Jacob has had an experience with God. He's now limping. He's not as strong as he used to be. Come on. You'll go down there and find one of his sons called Reuben has come and slept with his father's concubine. Come on. Amaniaje. And the Bible says, and Jacob heard about it. So we are starting to see problems and begin to, to emerge because people are taking from the pains of their father. People believe that. They believe this that this particular son was probably one of the son of the father of the wife, Father Liangukia. I was reading somewhere today that people are saying that somebody was writing a joke and saying that, hey, yani Jacob went nakapatanilea, na he didn't complain, he knew in the morning. Any a man can sleep with a woman until morning, na sijue, nakasema, nalea, did not even try to say, who are you looking for? She complied and go and went along with it. But this, it's like, so this particular Reuben is coming from Alijuangabudangu, sana. So to teach him a lesson, kale kama chungwa na kwangameweka kwa fridge ataikunywa jioni. Daikunywa. Those online after the service, but after the Kimeli Uda. So we are seeing that now, meaning also Leah on her part started seeding. Oh, you know, you know your father. You know, you know your father. Oh, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and that's why you can see the, this, this particular son, Asante, the guilty one is that one. Mimi ni mtangazaji wa habari. Reuben on the other side 
has also gone to do the same thing and goes and listen, and the Bible says, and Israel heard about it. But, but now because now he's limping, come on, uh, he has buried the, let me not say the love of his life. Now the last words that Bibiake ulu napenda umemweka kwa roo sana ni kuachia mtoto kisirani. Webe, no mi wewe. Yanu na niachia tuma mauchungu. The father picks it up. He tells him no. He shall be Benjamin. That means the son of my right hand. He shall not be a weakling. He shall not be a man of sorrows. And you shall see. Let's go to the last chapter of Genesis. Uh, so the last born, and it was Benjamin, and it was son of sorrow. Uyu mingine Ruben, the first born, pia ni gaidi. Because Leah mesha kwanga kiambiwa, oh, you know your dad how he is. And, and, and we should change. Come on. You see, we should change because these fathers have a mission in life. Genesis 49. Jacob has 12 sons. And Jacob called his sons and said, gather together that I may tell you what shall befall you. So some of the things that most of us, some of the men you are marrying, some of the men you are watching, are fulfillment of prophecies. Come on. Some of them are manifestations of what somebody in a position of a father spoke about them. But you, you may be blindfolded by how ananuka, how ameva, how anabonga. And you may wonder, there are people who anakwangatuna visiraniza maisha. Come on. And, and this is the danger where when you want to treat that I... I, people have to experience life based on how I've experienced it. And look at the first son. This is the Reuben one. The one who went and he had it. It's not that he didn't know. He knew somebody has tampered with my settings, but he kept quiet. He knew. Muto metuwa chajangu ya type C. Badakasema nisawa. He knew. Sio bibitela. Kama mmeisikia kwa microphone ni iko na karibu na pastor Muni sijua nawaambia ni please. Diawa ndo anasema hizo vitu black. He knew, yeah, but he kept quiet to himself. And that sometimes is the danger. That's why I tell you, be careful when fathers are quiet. Because it, he didn't act immediately. He just kept quiet. Then when he's of good age at 49, Anambia, now come around me. Come around me. Let me tell you something. You, Reuben, you are my firstborn. You are my might. The beginning of my strength. The excellence of dignity and the excellence of power. That was you. But, but, I want to change you now. You shall be unstable as water. With all the dignity that you have, 
you will never excel. Hi? Not because of anything, because you went up to your father's bed. Now guess what? Si ati ni bibi yake. Ni orange juice alikuwa ameweka atakunywa jioni. Ukakunywa juice yangu. Na uka change charger yangu simu. Kijana mdogo uko na exceeding strength nguvu yako yote. Ukatumia kwa vitu zangu. Type C. Kadiekia kwencha ukatoa juice. <laughs> mm? That's where people get it wrong and and this is why fathers have a mission. They have a mission and a ministry that is divinely placed to them by God. This father is telling them how their days shall be. How does he know? Come on. How does he know you shall be unstable as water? You shall not excel. You shall not excel. So we, 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 we have to, and that's why we have to be careful that we don't operate in this space that tries to make people think like, ah, I believe it, I achieve it, I rise, I do what I do. Because we may be creating the environment where we are setting ourselves for not excelling in life. Come on. Am I talking to somebody here? Am I talking to somebody here? And, and the danger is this, especially uh, people who have been brought in single homes, it becomes harder for you because you saw those roles played by one person. So you automatically believe, I turned out okay. So if I turned out okay, we can turn out okay. But <laughs> uh, when I was thinking of this, I... I I, I, I ran into a statistic of prisons in America. Because kwetu, I may be talking about your uncle, your auntie, your brother, and your cousin. So I didn't want to do it here. And, and this is what they say. They say that when, when people are brought up in complete family, father, mother, father, male, mother, and female. Those those same change back a nuclear. Is it a nucleus family, whatever. When they're brought up in such a setting, they say they have a 75% chances of not getting to jail. That you parents being together, you have already reduced 75% of your chance, of the chances of your child going wrong. So to be and it looks idea. But when a Jonaskia, 75% chances. And so, why? So when you're making the choice, you're making the choice in that the man that you're choosing has the capacity to be a father. You know, you're not just choosing a husband. You know, many of you are choosing a husband. flat, He's funny. There's a reason why he's funny. He has nothing else to offer. Ni jokes, yeah. We the new jokes. Yeah? And a dimples, because I've been able to smile. I can't even imagine extra. Is on inini unachagua. The things ladies make decisions about. Is on inini unachagua. Ati na menengine afa ivi extra nimfani kunavileo tembe na nishikamkono nimnoti. Eh? 
Sawa, akishamalizana na wewe kiumbe kipya. Will he play the other role that comes with you? Ama atako, do you know many people feel like most marriages begin to struggle after the child has come because now where he used to get pleasure sana pata colostrum. You went to hospital, you came back, a full person came out of you, mtu mzima. Ana mifupa na macho manywele, yani umemanufacture. So soon anaanza kupata we have now her, her attention now has moved from you to now and so everything you are saying ukikamjioni okay, unampata sasa amekuvalia simiti <laughs> i didn't even get time to brush my teeth umtu amelia the whole night akika kidogo anakuambia pale nilikatwa bado kuja nini so you start feeling like i need i need i need to get my groove back because sasa this person anaongea tu mambo ya watoto and ataka na yeye mtoto si mgeni ati anaenda thursday leo ukienda kulala usiku unasikia eh mtoto amenisumbua dadi acha tu yalale hapa katikati sasa so soon you begin to feel like this person came but when he came he came ni wewe unaanza kusikia eh hapa anacha tu alale basi jana sijalala acha tu alale hapa katikati au neno akana Netflix. Haya kwanza unaona ngati juu extraction tu. Next sasa unaanza kuji extract. And uh, and and next Ama ni extra, ama jatoke extraction tu. Ama ni kanda ha. But the other you guys laughing at. What's ama movie ni funny your movie. Ati vile la So you're, you're starting to create now this person has become a person yena anapata sasa ile immediate attention uliko unapata yena anapata the first response you used to get so you as a man begin to feel displaced because you are only you are only ready for one role and then most of the nine months kazi tu yako itakuwa kuja na pampa kuja na you you feel like i have what other role do i have Ukicheza cheza naye kidogo hapo ah hebu nishikilie kidogo alale nikuchemshie mayayo kule wende ulale Distance begins to come in Hello and then get this by the time most of us we are not like our parents where jobs meant something I remember when we were brought up we used to stay across the road here based on where you are watching this from where you are watching from across the road we used to stay across the road there My dad used to come home for lunch because convenience of going and coming back was so easy our parents would come home for lunch and go back to work nowadays if this man else comes home for lunch he's fired <laughs> do you know they had lunch time lunch break it was like hey sasa ni lunch time but for nowadays your lunch time unasikia mc unless they are taken to a hotel There's nothing like lunch time is an illusion. Lunch time is when you'll eat. Mbaka sasa hiku na tunatembea na chakula kwa ofisi. Ulisema nikuletea leo nini wewe? 
So people have that. So it's very easy to raise this type of sons because of those pourings. And guess what? On Reuben, as he was the ex, he was all this, but he came from a system whereby the mother had told him, you know, I was never, you even see how your dad treats me. You even see how this, this, this. You even see how they... And, and that becomes the story. Now, look at the one whom walikuwa anasema, yeye ndiyo kisirani, anaitua son of sorrow. Verse 27. Benjamin is a ravenous wolf. In the morning, he shall devour the prey. And at night, he shall divide the spoil. That is to tell you that this person will be timeless in effectiveness. This person, nikamu meblesi wana capacity ya kuhunt na kukuk. You know, some people can hunt but can't cook. Some of you can generate good ideas but you cannot develop ideas. But now Benjamin is being blessed with the capacity of hunting and cooking in one blessing. And it is, he didn't say much, but from Benjamin is now where we get Penyakina. When now Paul is talking of the Benjamites, he's calling them the stock, the pride, the jewel. That when you say you are a Jew, you say, when you say you are a Benjamite, that's when you Jew, you are Jews. But this person could have ended up a son of sorrow. Paul was of this. Uh, are, are we getting a shift somewhere? Are we getting a shift somewhere? Because in the next 15 minutes, I want to show you something because the mission and the ministry of a father is provision. But provision is not about giving you a pesa because uh, we, we, we think of it that way. Yeah? Chato tumiyo vase nye muna tuchapaganayo. Mabuda wana stress. First Timothy chapter 5. Are we together? Are we together? Because what shall happen is that the, the battles that most of us shall fight, you know, many of you ladies you should know, chances are your husband has never been a husband before. So you're the first one is husbanding. So experience atatuawapia husband. Ukimuliza, what type of a man are you? Atatuawapia experience. Akienda kutafuta experience, unamuanika. Alasmawacha basi nikalanu husband. Because what type of a man are you? He has never been a husband before. <laughs> Hello. First Timothy chapter 5, verse 8. First Timothy 5, 8. And, uh, and we shall be closing out. But if anyone does not provide for his own, and especially of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Look at the text. Look at the context, look at the pretext, so that you can establish who says a man 
should be the provider. Does it say a man? So we are seeing that the place of provision, your provision is a representation or a manifestation of your faith, not your occupation. Because your provision represents the order of faith that you come from. And this is what you should learn. You see, in the, in the, in the Bible days, what, what Jacob was doing to the children, he was providing for them. When he was telling Benjamin, this is what you shall be, he is providing, he is preceding for them. Come on. So that, he does, so that Benjamin does not try to become Judah. He is preceding, he is giving him the vision. Come on. He is giving him the vision that he shall live into if he stays in the path of blessing that his father has conditioned. That is why he says, I will tell you how your days shall be. Come on, somebody. So when we are talking about being a father, it has to deal with the faith. And what we call faith is, how do you provide? How do you set the days of your children? Come on, somebody. Because it has got to deal not with the material things, because we may say, No, those are not the necessities that are mattering here. The necessary thing is that in the, in the settings of life, you or we or we as a people, it is in our place to provide, to give the vision for the child. So that the child does not ram his head on every wall or else he'll end up being a Reuben because they will be eating off the sorrows that we have gone through and they will end up taking perceptions of what we are thinking that that is life. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Are we together, guys? And the biggest fight will always be, how will I set my days? How will I set the days of my child? So the purpose of faith is for provision. When God gives you faith, so you cannot be a parent without faith. There are parents who had money, but they never gave their children the faith to see. So their children are living out their life believing in nothing, aiming at nothing, going for nothing, because they are waiting for either Hollywood to tell them, they're waiting for Hollywood to tell them if you're a man or a woman. Hollywood to tell them whether they are a sanguine or a choleric or a what. And so they are just going through books and trying to find themselves through books because the fathers in the house have become mom. They're busy fighting and arguing and they have not set up an order of faith that can be able to direct their children in the days to come. Am I talking to somebody here? And that is why when we talk about being blessed, to bless is to pronounce upon a person. It is not to give somebody something, it's to pronounce upon a person that from now on this is what shall be and so your life begins to take the shape of that pronouncement. Now if you don't have faith, you can't have blessing. Come on. Come on. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Am I talking to somebody here? 
Am I talking to somebody here? So if you don't provide a way of faith for your children, like a, a spiritual father, me now, my job is to provide for you the food, the spiritual food. Ama. And through this food, you are now able to set your days. Ama. Ama niaje. Uh, Jacob, Isaac, sorry, when he wanted to bless his children, he told them, go, uh, he called Esau and told him, go and hunt and bring me my best meat and prepare it for me so that I may bless you. Come on. He says, once I eat, I'll be able to bless you. Rachel on the other side heard it, took Jacob and told him, come, your father is ready to bless because your father is ready to bless, he's about to make what? What was he about to do? To make a pronouncement. I am To make a pronouncement. Mm? Are we together? Are we together? And so this mission, mission of provision is a mission of seeing before for your children and seeing so that your children don't ram their heads on the wall having no, you see, when Jesus came, you see, Jesus was always saying that I am. He, he said, I am. Why? Because when the father said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased, he knew exactly what that meant. He knew now I have legitimacy. He knew now I can be the door if people need doors. He knew now I can be the resurrection if people need the resurrection. I was always these things, but I could not function in these things before that pronouncement. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Am I talking to somebody here? Before that pronouncement, he, he, he was sinless. He was God in the flesh, but he could not function in the seven I am's, the gate, the life, the good shepherd, the resurrection. He could not function in those things. Ama, the truth. He was still, those, that pronouncement only now activated him to begin now to operate in what he already was. And that's the power and the mission of a father. God never gave him things. He just gave him his pronouncement. That pronouncement became an open heaven for him. It gave him that openness to access nature's abilities, confidences in him that or else he would end up becoming just a carpenter's son as he had always been. Hello? Hello? You see, who is providing for you? Provision is not somebody giving you money. Provision is who is feeding your vision. Who is speaking into your vision? Who is able, you may be anointed, you may be gifted, but you don't have a provider. Huh? Genesis 24, we have to finish. Abraham is walking with, God tells I, uh, Abraham, bring your son, the one that you love, bring him up the mountain, and I want you to sacrifice him to me. The most important thing that happens there is not just the provision of God to Abraham in obedience. The most important thing is the conversations as they are going up the mountain. Come on. As they are going up the mountain, Isaac asks the father, I see the wood. I see this. 
But where is the sacrifice? He says, hey, God shall provide for himself a sacrifice. So he's already providing for him that the confidence for you to go up here, you will be surprised. God shall provide for himself a sacrifice. Aye. And so he sees that as they are walking up the mountain, he's not, because children are always wondering about provision. Who will provide? Uh, and many of you are stagnated in life because your biggest excuse has always been, I don't have the money. I don't have the this. But can I tell you that maybe what you need the most is somebody who can walk into your life and speak into your days. And by that provision they can now awaken your vision. Come on. And so without a father, a vision lacks spirit. It lacks the life. The Bible says the father gives life to all things. So we have people. So he says, as we are walking, God shall provide for himself. So he has already provided for the son a solution. And that's why the son can keep on walking. Come on. Come on. Hello? Am I talking to somebody here? Am I talking to somebody here? He gets up to the mountain. He sees his father putting him down and he's wondering. He should have wondered. I thought you said God shall provide. But now because of that conversation, he has gotten to a place and he knows. Even if I see my father putting me here, the provision shall come from God. Come on. The obedience shall come from us, but the provision shall come from God. He sees his father put him down there. The moment he's about to strike him, God tells him, don't lay your hands on him. Don't harm him. Don't do this. For besides you, there is a lamb. There is a ram that is stuck in the thorns. Loosen it and, 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 sanct uh, and, and, uh, and sacrifice it. And then he calls that place Jehovah Jireh. In the mountain of the Lord, it shall be provided. Who called, who used the word provide first? Abraham. God shall provide. Then now he goes up there and then the Lord will provide. That is why somebody speaking into your vision, somebody bringing provision to you is when that journey of fathers, and now if Isaac wasn't there, what did God use? He had to use something in Abraham, something that he loved. And out of that love is where he got the provision from. The same way it was with Jesus. He says, now you are my beloved. Now I can provide for you your vision. I can provide for you my spirit. And in three years, Jesus did very, very effective things. And so even for you, where you want to be in life, you need to align yourself with people who can provide, who can speak into your vision. It's okay to have vision, but you'll always need provision because it is provision that resources your vision. Hello? Hello? Are we together? Same case with the house. Same, thing, same case with the... So our job is not just discipline and creating tension in the house and yelling in the house and, and making cats kill rats because you are ever in a foul mood. No, your aim is to be a provider. You should lead in front and say, hey, uh, you, uh, you can, this, can, 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 this can aim you better. This can make you function better. So God will begin now to resource that life based upon the pronouncement that you have made. And that's why you can, you can, be, you can be sure. When the, when the house is unstable, it's because children are trying to act like fathers. 
That's where Rubens come from. I saw my father sleeping with this. I'll also do this. I saw my father do this. But they have to learn that, hey, you can wait. You may have excellence. You may have power. You may have dignity. You may have all these things. But wait for this provision, this pronouncement, this aiming that comes from them. And your life will take a greater, greater route. Am I talking to somebody here? Am I talking to somebody here? And many of us have become son of sorrows because everyone who is trying, let me tell you, uh, oh, we are done. Let's release the online church. The payment number is there, 20302. As you are giving, may the Lord bless you so that you may be able to continuously enjoy the fulfillment of your vision. The Bible says where there is no vision, the people perish, but it takes provision for a vision to be established. And by the power of a father, the father will speak the blessing that will begin to cause provision. And that provision will facilitate your vision that you may fulfill the purposes of God for your life. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. We can't wait to see you on Friday for a prayer service and on Sunday for our congregational service. Remember on Sunday it is hearts off. So come with your favorite heart, your favorite team, your favorite heart. And let us come and celebrate the Lord in the house. Those of us in the house, I don't think give the online church a hand clap as they sign out. <laughs>